All right, so welcome back to another episode of the Game Recognized Game Podcast. We are at the Nuke Squad House. I have a very special guest here. This is another one of the highly, highly asked for interviews. I'll give you a little backstory of how I know this gentleman. I met this person probably like around 2019. He was uh, in college as a basketball coach, playing basketball, just doing everything. He ended up getting into gaming. And now he is who you call Phase J Smooth. I got the J Smooth episode here for you guys. Jay, welcome up, to the game. What up? What up? What up? What up? My brother, I appreciate that was a, you. That was, a, that was an amazing intro. Damn, hey, I man. felt special. Hey, you that are, one. bro. You, bro, you are the <laughs> fucking man. Yeah, nah, I you appreciate know what I'm it. Saying? You said highly recommended. That, yeah, that bro. This is very highly asked, bro. Uh, when I when I when I put out this, um, I put out like a tweet and I put it on a video. Like, mm-hmm. yo, who are some of the people you guys want me to want me to interview, bro? I can show you my phone right now. You probably got requested at least eight times. Damn, that's love. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank people, y'all. Thank people, y'all. people love it. You know, Thank people you. love you, brother. Thank you. You know, it's you're love. you're one of the realest streamers that be that are one of the black streamers because you know a lot of times like black streamers they they tend to not completely be themselves. Mm-hmm. But you're one of the ones that, since I've met you, you've always been the same. I love my, I love that. Thank you. I mean, that's just authentic. That's who I am. I think that's, that's the best way to show myself. That's that's the only way to show yourself. If I was anything enough. else, I don't think, you know what I mean? I'll be here right now. Uh, man, and, and I, I definitely <laughs> recognize that. That's love. I appreciate it. All right, it. so people already know who you are, but for the people that don't know who you are, we're going to start at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. You were not, you're from Phoenix, but you were born in Ohio. Isn't yeah, that correct? Yeah, from, from Dayton, Ohio. Okay. I lived there until I was about eight years old um and then my mom started uh going to school at gcu okay and my dad got a job at the post office in arizona okay. it was either like there or tennessee i was gonna move to okay but uh ended up being arizona so i got in the car drove three days <laughs> to a place i ain't never been to i didn't know what was going on right and then yeah having to be stationed in arizona for the the latter part of my life okay okay so you're stationed in arizona and you made some pretty pretty uh, interesting friends when you were in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So uh, with that, um, I was living in Tempe at the time, and then uh-huh. I moved to the South Phoenix. Uh-huh. Um, and then in middle school, high school, stuff like that. Our middle school, elementary school is in Tempe. I uh, made a lot of friends, good friends. And then moved to the South Phoenix, and I ended up meeting uh, the Lamberson boys. One was BJ, another one was Carolyn, and then the last one, as you guys know, was Swag. Hey, <laughs> <AJ>, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So... And then those guys, those people have been my friend. That's like my second family. Right, right. Um, been down with them for going on like 14 years now. Yeah, bro. So it's a beautiful thing. Definitely beautiful thing. family. Definitely family. Yeah, facts. So when you were in Phoenix, um, you know, Chris played a lot of basketball. I remember seeing a lot of like pictures and videos of you playing ball. You played ball too, didn't you? Yeah, I played. Uh, I did everything. Uh, you know, baseball was actually a, like my first love. Really? Yeah, I was okay. really big into baseball when I lived in Ohio. Okay. Um, Like, I thought that I was going to do. I love third base. That was my favorite position. Okay. Um, then I moved to Arizona. It got hot. So I said, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go inside. I played a little bit of youth baseball. Okay. Um, and then I went to, uh, like I said, I went to hoop. But when I was in high school, I played, I mean, middle school, I had to play everything because I was at a small school. So in okay. order for us to, like, get basketball season going, we had to participate in the other sports. So I ran cross country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been big. I was smaller, but I was always right, big. So right. cross country is not for me. I did soccer. Um, I did baseball, track, whatever you can think of. I've done it. But high school, I played basketball, football, and I ran track. I didn't play baseball because the team was bad. So I was like, I'm not going to go out and do I, it. It was a bad <laughs> team. So I feel that. I feel that. So you played you played uh, all of those sports in junior high, and then you got to high school. And you, when did you, like, start focusing on – because you were a basketball player, right? Yeah. So, like, I knew I had the physical abilities to play football. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been, obviously, a big stature guy. People today still be like, you're playing. Where'd you play at? Like, right. they still think I played football. I only did a year. Um, and it wasn't because I was scared or anything like that. The year I played football, I actually had, like, that was, like, the really the most team-building thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Because those are 50 kids that you right. have to get together and try to have the same common goal. So it was really a lot. Um, I made a lot of good friends during football. Um, I was pretty good. If I applied myself probably a little bit more, I definitely – I played JV and varsity, uh-huh. but I probably would have got more burn on varsity, especially because I was a tight end. Okay. And the tight ends got hurt. Okay. And I could catch. Right. And I could run a little bit. Okay. So I know I probably could have impacted them more. Uh, mm-hmm. My junior year, they really wanted me out, um, which I didn't play, but they really wanted me out. I probably could have helped them make the state championship. I don't know if we would have won. 
Right. But I think I could have helped him. Speaking but of, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go sorry ahead. about that. Um, so, but the reason why I, I focus on basketball so much because uh, I wanted to play varsity. Okay. And that was like my big goal. Um, I played three years of varsity. So I was just trying to do everything I could to play varsity. And as you're probably going to go, I knew we were going to win the state championship. Yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> I knew we were going to win it, and I needed to be – I wanted to be a part of the reason why we won. Okay. So that was my biggest focus. Okay. So how many state championships did you win while you were in school? So I ended up getting two. Okay. I got back-to-back. Nice. Um, hard to do. Very hard to do. Uh, three. We went three. We went two out of four. Okay. Um, we went my sophomore year, but I didn't play. My junior year, we won. That year, we knew we were going to win. Right. Uh, if you guys probably know, Swag was – Swag was a basketball god, bro. That kid averaged like 25, 5, and 5. The kid was – but he could never get a 30-point game. Never. It was the craziest thing. (laughs) He was always getting 29, so he could never get a 30-point game. It was actually the craziest thing. Um, I think he's like our school's all-time leading scorer. He should have been like – he probably could have had a 50 ball if he wanted to, but it didn't matter to him. But, um, yeah, we won state championship my junior year. But my senior year, I knew we were going to win it, but – there was a lot of discrepancies going on my senior year. Me and my coach, we weren't like seeing eye to eye. We really should have lost the game. Really? Why but, is that? So, long story short, we had a point guard who ended up playing my senior year. Mm-hmm. He was a defensive point guard. He can't make a layup to save his life. <laughs> Every time he got a steal, we would always trail him right. because he knows he's going to miss a layup. Right. And it was tied. We were down uh, like it was a low score game. We fucking played horrible. It was tied like 39 all. Really? It was a, it's that low score in the game. No, no, no. It was we were down by two. Okay. And the last play of the game, my coach drawed up a play for him to take. Oh no. Not even our best player who was a big man. It was drawn up for him to take. Okay. So this kid gets the ball. He gets a off a high screen and roll mm-hmm. coming downhill. He has the nerve to throw a floater from free throw line. <laughs> I'm sorry. He threw a floater from the fucking free throw line. Can I cuss? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good, bro. He, Do threw, you. he threw a floater from the fucking free throw line, and it banked uh-huh. in. And wow. it, it sent us to overtime, and we won in overtime. Wow. He had. I said, you had the nerve to shoot a floater. You can't even make a regular layup. A floater? But um, there was a lot of discrepancy my senior year, but regardless of the fact, we ended up winning. So uh, I, I was blessed enough and fortunate enough to get two back-to-back state championships against the same team we beat. So uh, it was a big rivalry. So it was a great game. Oh, that that sounds very very fun. Mm-hmm. So getting into gaming because that's around the time you actually got into gaming. Is that mm-hmm. correct? So yeah, I've I've gamed my whole life. Uh-huh. I mean, man, I I mean, I remember the first console I was a Dreamcast. Really? So I had a Dreamcast. I had PS One, PS Two, Three Sixty, to PS Four, PS Five, PC. Right. You know, if I played, well, I go to friends' houses. I play GameCube. I've always just played games. So, what was the first game that you can remember, like playing that really like got you into the gaming thing? The first game I can remember me playing was Ready to Rumble on Dreamcast. Ooh, that's that's yeah. that's a game right and there. And that was that was really fun because I got to play with my brother. Right. Um, but probably as we got older, the PS One. Okay. Uh, playing the Maddens and like some of the I forgot the basketball games at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, me, my dad, my uncle, my brother, we would play. Uh, it was, it wasn't fight night, but it was a Muhammad Ali boxing game. Okay, I can't remember the name, but it's really he's standing over Frazier. Um, I remember the the the, the casing of it, okay. but uh, it was a Muhammad Ali boxing game, and so that's the game we probably always played. And then that's when I was like, I was like five at the time, okay. but I was just always playing. From then on, you were just playing. Yeah, playing always. So so when did you finally get into the Call of Duty? When I got the 360. Okay. Um, I actually, so we ended up trading. My, I had a friend, my dad had a friend who worked at GameStop. Okay. So he said, if you trade on your PS2, all the games, all your memory cards, and all your controllers, he'd give us an Xbox 360 and a game and a controller. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, hell yeah. Like, right, I'm gonna right, do that. Right. And my parents are trying to pay 300 bucks for that. Facts. So they said they did that. And I ended up getting a few games, but I ended up getting Halo 3. Ooh. So that was probably the first like real, real like actual game I got like so into. That's the one probably the only still multiplayer games I could play by myself, play with friends. I played it split screen. Right. I have so many man hours on it. Right. So I ended up getting MW two because that was the same time it dropped. Right. But I didn't understand how to play the game mm-hmm. like multiplayer. I right. played Big Red One and all that stuff right. like that. The campaigns, right, right, right. but the, the multiplayer person I never played it. So I really never liked MW two. It was whatever to me. It was like, okay, cool. But it was like MW3 and then BO1. BO1 okay. was what it is. Okay. BO1 was a game I really, really multiplayer-wise got into. Okay. Is that So Call of Duty was probably like your first FPS game? 
Um, nah, not like multiplayer. Absolutely, right, multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah, because. Well, no, because no, I, mean, I, I guess Halo. Halo. I Halo. Halo. Yeah, I, I think I forgot you yeah. said Halo. Yeah. So Halo would have been the first. That was the okay. first ever multiplayer game I had. Okay, and and you obviously did well enough in Halo because you put yeah. that many hours in. I put a lot of hours in. I was young though. I didn't know we were. You know, those are the montages back in the day. Right. I didn't know what an HPVR and stuff. Right. Yeah. I was just playing. I had like, I got like the Colonel Grade Two. Okay. Um, I was a pretty high ranked. I played a lot of socials, ranked, customs, everything you think of. So, you know, I just, I just like, I never game though competitively okay that was that was the thing about me i just love to have fun like right i just see six hours eight hours go by mm -hmm. the competitive thing about i'm not the biggest competitive guy okay believe it or not okay i'm actually really not and that's probably why i'm the way i am now uh -huh. i just like to have fun i like to right. have good vibes i like to right. enjoy the time with my friends yeah. or my community or everything like that so that's right. kind of my side of it okay so is it fair to say that without you there wouldn't be no swag. And the reason why I say that is because you're the one that actually introduced him in the Call yeah. of Duty. I think... I'm trolling, but you know what I mean. I, 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 th I don't know. I can kind of take credit for it. Right. But I think one of my friends could have still, like, introduced him to it. Because okay. we, we were around the 360. Right. But all my friends lived, like, all our friends, our mutual friends, lived, like, 30, 45 minutes away from us. Right. And I live five minutes away from him growing up. Right, right, right. So I was the one that can physically bring him the Xbox over to his house. So maybe he would have found his way. I don't want to. That's a question you probably have to ask him. I should have asked him. Yeah, I, I don't want to take too much credit for it, but I will take the credit that I did show him. Right. And I did, like, open his eyes to this world. Right. Um, and then, but, I, like I said, I remember, like, yesterday, I, I remember he used to ask his mom for a 360. That's all he wanted for Christmas. Right. He begged her to get it. And when he did, it was over. And so, like. And I was happy he got it. And even like, I mean, I never knew we'd be doing this. Right. Because you guys was, were doing it. You know, but I just, I was just like, I can never play with like one of my really good friends on the right. game. And that's a, the mindset of that. Okay. I, I like that mindset. I like that mindset. So you, you kind of introduced him to Call of Duty and you guys were playing for a while and then you went off to college. Mm -hmm. I think he got separation anxiety from me, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. I think, I don't know. He may not tell me, but I think he was a little sad I left. Okay. Um, but I personally needed to leave Arizona. Okay. Um, when I moved there, I first of all, I never wanted to stay there. I actually hated it. Mm -hmm. I hated Arizona. I love Arizona now. Right. But I hated it growing up. I never wanted to be there. I wanted to leave. It was so stagnant. Um, the neighborhood and where we're from and all the kids we saw, like, it was always like, I'm going to make it out. I'm going to play ball. And they're just doing nothing. They live right. at home. It's, there was just no process. There's just no like, exceeding expectations. Uh -huh. And so um, I needed to leave. Um, from a personal standpoint, because my household wasn't the greatest, okay. um, I personally didn't have the greatest relationship with my mother at the okay. time. Okay. And then my dad was, well, was cool. There was a lot of just shit right. in my house. Right. That, um, and one thing about me too was a lot of my people from high school, they, uh, they would like leave and go to college or sports, but they'll come right back. Okay. And I was like, I'm not going to be that kid. Like, I'm going to learn how to stand on my own two feet. I'm going to learn how to grow. And like, I want to take this opportunity and really like, Use it. So I was originally going to go to Colorado. Okay. And I was going to, I had a, a walk, a preferred walk-on spot at Colorado Christian. Okay. But Liberty accepted me first. So I lived, everyone just went to Virginia. And right. And that was that. But yeah, we left, for, I left for a few years and then, yeah, for college. So in Virginia, what was that, what was that, uh, that experience like, you know, finally leaving home for mm -hmm. the first time, going and being your own man? Um, in Virginia, it opened my eyes to the world. Okay. So many different things. And a lot, a lot of people were like Virginia, Lynchburg, Virginia. That's where I was at. Right. And they're going to like, you can cook it. Right. But my school at that time, I don't know if it still is now because obviously I'm not there, but at that time was extremely diverse. I mean, I met friends. I had met people who were from the Bahamas. I met friends that from Dominican Republic, New York, Pennsylvania, overseas, like it were everywhere. It was a lot of diversity at that school, so it opened my eyes to different cultures, different music, different foods, different lifestyles, different lingos, all that stuff like that, which was awesome for me. Um, and it just made me learn how to just like live this life. Like I had to find a new barber, you know what I'm saying? I didn't right. have, I didn't take, a, I didn't have a haircut for four months. Right. You know, I had to learn just, you know, all these new things. But I think that's the one thing about myself in life that I have like always been. I looked forward to. I think life is a movie. 
Okay. You know, and I love the experience of life. I love the failure of it. I love the succession of it. I love it all. Like, I love the growth of it because I know you're going to always grow. Even when you're at your lowest point, you're always going to grow. So I always hold on to that. I know I'm going to make through through it. So I was, I was okay with it. Like, I was just like, all right, let's do it. Like, this is the chapter of life. This is like the, the, the climax or whatever in my movie that I have mm-hmm. to go through. And I was totally fine with it. That's, that's a great mindset to have, to know that you're always going to make it through because there are some tough life lessons that you learn, especially at that age, mm-hmm. being, you know, late teens into your mm-hmm. early manhood years. Mm-hmm. It's a great mindset to have. Yeah, I, I just always felt like that. That's good. That's good. What would you say being in college was your greatest experience? To be honest, it's maybe like, I don't want to sound like dramatic or whatever, but was my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend, she wasn't the greatest to me. Uh, okay. It wasn't a great relationship. Okay. I went through a lot of BS with it. Right. Um, and it kind of molded me as, like, a man to stand up for myself and I like that. speak for myself. Became a real asshole. Sometimes that's, <laughs> that, that's that villain arc. When you get hurt, I that's had that my villain, villain arc. arc. But, yeah. like, I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I just, like, felt like I'm never going to let anybody run over me again. Um, but it also just like made me just figure out to like take care of my business and take care of myself and to just like not like deal with the BS that is going on. You feel me? Like, right. You're just going to keep going with it. So that was one of them. And then, um, to be honest, uh, me coaching, right. uh, my latter part of my years, um, being 22 years old, 21 years old, and I'm coaching 18 year olds, 17 year olds right. in high school. Um, and that just, that gave me more sense of patience. Okay. Um, cause I was coaching inner, inner city kids Okay. and like them motherfuckers was rough. <laughs> <laughs> so like even just having the patience and the wherewithal with that and then being around, uh, my coach, I'm 21. My coaches are 40, 50 right. years old with me. Um, just giving me life lessons. I love being around OGs and old heads okay. cause they like, they give me just more experience to right. life. They give you the game a little bit. Hell yeah. So did you feel like learning patience from them? the inner city kids because that's kind of like looking into a mirror because were you so in in ohio was that where you lived at was that considered the inner city where i was in yeah in ohio i was i was in the inner city i was in a rough rough neighborhood mm-hmm. um but my mom got me out of it quick because she was like i don't want you around it um and even in tempe when i moved to arizona it was right. a bit rough and even south phoenix mm-hmm. but i think my whole life like you could never persuade like Jay to do like anything he didn't want to do. Oh, like yeah, I like, know that. Like if I didn't want to do something, I didn't right. want to do it. Like there would be kids when I was 15, 16 years old that would smoke weed right in front of me. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Like I'm cool. Right. And but they wouldn't like press me or whatever about it. Right. Um, so with all that, like I never really got like peer pressured. I'm 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 very fortunate, I'm very blessed. But and I just kind of knew right from wrong. Like I don't have a lot of crazy young stories right. because one, I was scared about my mom beating my ass. She's a very strong woman because <laughs> I know your mother. My mom is extremely strong-willed. Yes. And I just didn't want to cause her problems. And I was like, let me not get in trouble. Right. So let me just do what I need to go. I'm going to go home. I'm going to play the game. I'm going to chill. You know what I'm saying? Or right. I'm, I'm going to go play my sports. So um, all the other BS, I never like kind of like had an urge or like wanted to do it. I just like, nah, I'm cool. I feel I'm that. good. I feel that. So getting back to the college, um, because you won back-to-back state championships in high school as a player, mm-hmm. did you win any championships as a coach? No. Uh, I mean, the only thing I did win, I won intramurals. <laughs> I won an intramural <laughs> right, championship right. my first year, which was That's really good. tough to do. That's good. It was really tough to do. Right. Um, we won an intramural championship my, coming off my next year, but uh, that was it. Uh, basketball kind of stopped at that, but in college, in high school, um, we were just – it was tough. Um I was just trying. We were trying to teach just the, my 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 players, you know, just the game of basketball, teamwork and stuff. Um, there was a big learning experience. Like our best player, they had a really strong-willed parents, mm-hmm. so their dad was he would make himself known to games. Okay. You know, like he like had an argument with one of my players on the court. It was wow. insane. Yeah. So you know, don't ever want to talk bad about him because his son was really, 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 really good, okay. but. He, you know, is learning from his father and stuff like right. that. So he's trying to figure out right from wrong what to do. And he's 16, 17 years old. Um, my two years I coached, we made it to the playoffs, which was good. We had, uh, we had like about like a three, four wins over 500. Okay. Um, but nothing ever deep. I mean, one of the teams I won, one of the kids was going to like Virginia Tech. 
Really? Yeah, he was a hooper. Oh, mother, he was hooping for real to go, was, to go to Virginia Tech. Yeah, that motherfucker was six six, lefty. Ooh. Oh, you had a real, yeah, you had a real one. Yeah, he was, he was, a, he was hooping. So <laughs> you know, we couldn't the, the coaching aspect. I didn't, we didn't get a chance to go that far. Um, but even if that takes so much time, you got to have right. the right team, the right chemistry, and then even in all that, whatever you do, you have to have a little luck. Yeah, you know, like I said, going back to my state championship game. We got to have a little luck to win it, you know right, what I mean? Because right. my point guard shooting a floater. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a little luck on your side, um, right. no matter if you have everything. So no injuries and stuff like that. So um, it take it probably took me a while. It probably took me five, six years to probably get there. But, right. you know, you still just learn that process. You love it. And then, like, I saw when I was coaching, you know, that, like, every time they were pushing me, I just, like, I always wanted to help the next kid. So I was really getting into it. I really like. I want to go back. I want to go back coaching, and okay. I and I do want to start an AAU team. Nice. I want to start an AAU like team, like a new squad AAU team. I, that'd be so fire for like 17, 16, the, like the high school range. I really want to start that within the next year or so. That's so fire. And then I want to try to get the motherfuckers in EYBF. Like I want some dogs. That, that's fire, you know what I'm saying. Bro. And so like and just giving back to the community. I was and gonna little, ask you that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I really want to do. So um, so just doing all that, and I was getting into it, but. You know, life moved on, and, like, my coach was like, nah, you got to get up out of here. I feel that. Like, yeah, I here. feel that. So, giving back to the community. I know recently you just did a video that I saw where you were giving back to streamers. Yeah. Why is it so important to you to give back? I mean, I always say uh, my biggest thing, and I say this all the time, and I don't take it lightly, I'm not here without you guys. Right. I'm not here without any of you guys, not my community. And a lot of people always say to me, like, Jay, you should be bigger. Why aren't you beginning art? You know what? It doesn't matter about that. Right. God got his timing with it. Very true. If I if I average twenty thousand viewers every night on Twitch, if I have five point five million subscribers on YouTube, then we get there. Right. It's a long process with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm fine with it. I'm fine with my fifty, my hundred, my two hundred, right. whatever. But I get I try to I, I try to give back as much as possible. Right. I did that beginning part of my stream, and then now, um, right. when I moved to LA, it got really really busy. Yeah. And I wasn't, I feel like I was like disconnecting from my community a little bit uh -huh. that I feel like kind of hurt me that I need to, that was, I'm still trying to get back to that. Right. And, you know, like I said, I always just want to give back because I never know. It's just, it's just beautiful to do. I agree. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. I, like these people take their time, their effort, their money to help me out. The less I can do is try to help somebody else out. Right. And then um, I'm very, I think everybody in the house, as you know, is right. we're all very humble. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't think I'm bigger than what I am, but people right. tell me, like, nah, you the shit. And I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. all right. I told you people <laughs> requested this interview at least eight yeah. or nine times. And it, 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 and it does mind blow me, but it, like, it always, like, reassures me, like, all right, like, I need to start going harder and harder because, like, people are, like, out there, like, really, like, rooting for me. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, so if I'm able to just go into somebody's stream and say, like, yo, what's up, and ask them a question, and they're like, yo, smooth, and like they're yeah. lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, hell yeah, I want to get back to them. Because right. I even tell a quick story. Go ahead, please. Like, I remember when we first met. Right. And I went to the last ever CD CWL uh, in Anaheim. Anaheim. Yep. And I'm seeing you, yeah. Swag, Pomage, yeah. all these guys. Yeah. People are running up to you guys, getting autographs, getting pictures. I was like, that is the fucking coolest thing. Yeah. And then I remember it happened to me the next year. The first ever person, I don't remember his name, but if you were watching this, I'm so sorry. And I remember who you are. But uh, we were in Atlanta, and that was like the first ever fan, I was whatever. Because I remember. We all that. took a picture yeah. with, yeah, with, with my mans, yeah. and he was like lit that he saw us. I forgot his name, too. Bro, he I, used to be in the chats all yes, the time. Yes, bro. I, you know what's so funny? We still talk on Twitter, and I'm drawing a blank on his name. It's a right bigger now. fella, I think. He's a big yeah, fella. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but I know I still talk to him on Twitter, bro. And so he was one of the first. I remember that, like I was just, I'll never forget that. He was one of the first people that like I've ever took a picture with, and he like asked for an autograph, and I was like, "Me?" Right. And it's the coolest thing and to be here today, and um, you know, just to you know, to if I'm inspiring the next generation, or whatever, I think that's awesome, right. and I'm gonna keep doing what I try to do. But with inspiring, I want them to also show like you know, what I'm saying that like you see what we're doing. We're never too big. Like Swag's giving back, I give back. Like everybody, like and it's not to just like. I don't need it for a pat on the back. That's right. the reason why I don't do things. I don't think things are like you're so like, no, I do it at the grace of my heart because that's what we wanted. I want to just give back to you guys. Right. And I'm fortunate enough to do it. Right. That's the biggest thing, too. I'm able to do it. So right. that's the coolest part. That is the coolest part because I remember, the, like I said, I remember my first time somebody asking me for it. And I'm like, whoa. And, and it just goes to show, like with you in particular, 
Like, even when you guys go out now, because I've been around, mm-hmm. people mob you guys. <laughs> like, literally mob you guys. Yeah. And I always think it's so cool that you guys take the time to try to get to everyone. And sometimes you can't. Yeah. But you do take the time to get to everyone. I think that's all, that's fucking yeah. awesome. It's rare we don't. And like, like, we'll maybe have to pee. And right. we'll be like, fuck it, we'll just take these out real quick right. and just hold it. Because, like, I mean, we're just, it's awesome. We're not too big. I don't, we don't feel like we're not too big and stuff like that. Like, we're just regular, smuggler dudes. So, like, of course, if we can take a picture, shake some hands, dab people up, ask them how they're doing, that's awesome. A lot of them be scared. They'd be nervous. Like, I remember right. I had took a picture of somebody. It was awesome. They were shaking. I mean, wow. they were shaking. I wow. thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, damn, like, yeah. I feel like LeBron this bitch. I was like, <laughs> damn, like, cool. Hey, oh, God, bro, for real. It was awesome. So, so, you know, getting back into, like, giving back to the community and giving back to your, your following, you know, one of the coolest things, and I, and I also said this to Swag, like, people love to give back, but I, I think it means even more to be inclusive to people of color. Yeah. Why is that so important to you to give back to people of your own skin color? I mean, just because there are so many talented people that look like me right. and that don't maybe get the recognition or the love or the respect, or even just sometimes it's a push. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, I've been there. I've been, I've, I've averaged two viewers. I've been talking the night by, by myself for right. months. Like I've, I've been there. Like, I've posted on YouTube. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, I have been there. Right. So to have just that little push to somebody to, like, let them know, like, yo, you, you good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your time is coming. Right. It's awesome. And, you know, it's no, like, problem to anybody who is not people person of color. But, you know, we like to – there's some talented motherfuckers out there that right. we want to try to show some recognition to. And it's not just black people. It's Spanish people. It's, it's people of Asians. People, if, it's any people of color. Right. You know what I'm I saying? And, you know, we just – I love to try to show that we love to try to just give back to them because we also understand that most of our community is people of color. Right. So, you know, we, we want to give back to the people who are supporting us because right. what we look like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, cool. Well, fuck y'all. You know right. what I mean? That's I, get, I get what you mean. So. And, you know, one of the people that you, you gave back to was like, she's like my sister, bro. Merc, Merc by Skirt. That's Merc like by my skirt. little sister, bro. Yeah, she's a and I, I appreciate player. And I appreciate the fact that you guys, you know, helped her with the whole McDonald's thing mm-hmm. and all of that. It was so dope to see you guys give back, but also because I had a personal interest in that because mm-hmm. – that's my little sister. Mm-hmm. And it's just so dope to see you guys mm-hmm. do that sort of thing, man. I, I fucking love that about you yeah, guys, bro. All of you guys do that, bro. Yeah. All of you. Um, now, getting back a little bit into Call of Duty, when did you realize, like, because you were off, you off at school, mm-hmm. right? When did you realize, like, swag was really, like, turning into swag? <laughs> uh, when I was in college, this is, I remember this, like, it was yesterday, too. So... Every so, by the way, I want to give a shout out too, because I want to let everybody know, um, Chris is the probably the most genuine person ever. I'm a little bit protective of him because right. his gen, his how genuine he is can get taken over, and he may not see it. Right. But like, I don't like. I'm not like protective of him. Like, you can't be friends with him. Like, right. who fucking friends with? Right. Just like I don't want him to put too much into the wrong person. He gets hurt. Right. But he's usually pretty good about having the right friends around him. So, um. Chris is an amazing friend because while I was off in college doing my own thing, I kind of got lost in the sauce or whatever, mm-hmm. just doing my own thing. Right. But he would check up and text me. Right. And he would he he didn't have to do that shit. Right. And I remember like, that meant a lot to me right then. And I was like, yeah, he's really like my guy because like he's still doing YouTube. He's taking a chance on himself and he's trying. Right. And so as much as possible, I would try to go back and play with him. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. The only game I could not play with them was World War II. I fucking hated that game. And, you know, when you weren't playing, guess who had to you step were. in? You were. I was in that I damn remember. game uh, every day, and I hated that I, game. I, I couldn't do it. I said, bro, I, <laughs> I hated, hated it. that game. And so I would watch when he was streaming on YouTube and stuff like that. I was watching some of his videos, not all right. of them. But the, vid, the the thing that I knew swag was swag. He was at about three, 400K at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to my sports management class. And so we all have our laptops, and I'm chilling. And one of my homies, my boy Tim, shout out my boy Tim. Shout out to Tim. He was watching Chris's video. Okay. And I was like, yo, bro, who you watching? He's like, this is swag. I was like, oh, word. I said, that's my guy. I know him. 
Right. That's my best friend. He's like, right. no, the fuck it isn't. Right. And I FaceTime Chris. That's so fire. And then, like, luckily he answered because he don't answer his goddamn phone now. Right. Luckily he answered, and I showed him. He was like, what the fuck? He, Swag knows the story because I called right. him. And so that's when I knew. I was like, I'm in fucking Virginia in a random class, and I got this kid is watching him. Right. I was like, okay. Like, he's like, he's starting to do his thing, and then Warzone, and then the rest is history. So, you got back into like Warzone and streaming because you started off. You started off as a Dokkan streamer, correct? Yes, sir. I started off. So one of my other college friends, we were we had like a little group, um, all my anime guys, whatever, fuck, and they were playing a mobile game on their phone. It was Dokkan, but I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, it's just a mobile game. You kick cards, da 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 da. And I mm-hmm. thought it was the coolest thing. So actually, what happened with that? I had lost my original account. Okay. And I got a new one, but my new one was better. Okay. So then I was like, okay, and then. The streaming shit started happening, so yeah. But I started off on Dokkan. Started off on Dokkan, and then you kind of like streamed, getting not streamed, but you kind of like fell into the Call of Duty scene mm-hmm. a little bit. And then you were doing 2K and all yeah. that stuff too. Um, so now you're you're in college. You're coming towards the end of college now, mm-hmm. and now you're trying to be a full time streamer at that point in time. Yo, so this is you know the streaming thing was. I knew I could do that shit. Right. YouTube, I don't think I could do. I, I just right. like, I was like, because at the time it was about gameplays. Okay. Especially Call of Duty. Right. And I'm getting maybe 20, 30 kills. Ain't nobody right. worried about that. I'm not getting Moabs. I'm not getting nukes. I'm right. not, not really that type of guy. Maybe I could have did personality stuff, but I wasn't thinking that far ahead. Right. So I remember I came home and I was like, and I, I ran back into Twitch. Okay. Because I forgot about it. Uh-huh. And I saw these two streamers streaming on 2K and they're talking about music and debates about sports athletes. I was like, I could do this shit. I said, this, I said, I can do it easily. Right. And when I know I could do something, I'm going to fucking go do it. So then I started seeing all, and then I started chilling out for my party and stuff. And when I partied, I didn't like get drunk and shit. I just went out. But I started getting back into gaming because I almost sold my PS4 actually. Really? In college. I almost okay. sold it because I wasn't never on it anymore. Right. Um, then I was playing 2K and stuff. And I was like, man, I just need to start streaming this. Mm-hmm. So I did the Dokkan thing. And the Dokkan thing was working. Um, I was building a little small community out of that. I got my first like two thousand followers from there, um, which was really hard because the community is tiny. Right. Um, you know, averaging 40, 50 people, a lot of fun. And then um, what had happened was um, it was dying out for me a bit because uh, Dokkan is expensive. <laughs> Being a mobile game is expensive, and I'm in college on a refund check and shit like that, so it was a little tough. And um, when I was doing Dokkan. Um, I was trying to figure out if I want to do Overwatch or 2K, mm-hmm. but 2K was toxic as hell, especially at the time, and Overwatch was cool. So uh, with Call of Duty, I came back to it, started playing BO4. That's when I really like got back into Call of Duty. And I never thought of anything of a full time. I was really just doing it because I was having fun, and that's all that that was. I had no, I didn't give myself an expectation because if I would have gave myself an expectation, you know, I probably i'd be rushing the process and worrying too much so okay okay that's good that's 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 really good you were you had the wherewithal to understand where mm-hmm. you needed to go mm-hmm. speaking of that now you, now warzone comes out mm-hmm. you're starting to stream warzone that's when we were like playing a lot together mm-hmm. and uh nick Merckx. <laughs> oh man with that what happened with nick yeah how did that well i rem- so I'll, I'll backtrack a little mm-hmm. bit because I remember when we were in Atlanta, mm-hmm. the Atlanta Face homestand, right? Mm-hmm. And we had the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. We could, we had to choose who we wanted to meet. Yeah. Remember, it was either Nick and Corday was there. Yeah. And we had to choose, and we were all standing in a circle, and we're like, all right, we kind of want to meet Corday, but you stood on the Nick thing. Yeah. You really wanted to meet Nick, and you yeah. didn't get a chance to meet Nick at that point, at that point in time. Yeah. But fast forward maybe six months. Now you're friends Damn, with Nick. You know what? I didn't even think about how quick of a turnaround that was. Yeah. Damn, I just thought about that right now. Yeah. That is crazy. Fast forward six months. <laughs> it was about six, now, seven months. And now Nick knows who you are, and you guys are friends. Mm-hmm. And then describe the feeling when he rated you that time. So, oh, God, the rate. All right, let me let me backtrack a yeah, little okay, bit. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So when we were in Atlanta, I remember Nick – I remember, I remember, because Nick was one of my favorite streamers at the time. Yeah. Because I loved, I didn't just love how he played the game. I loved his storytelling. Right. And how he talked to his community. Mm-hmm. And that's what was like, I was like, I need to be that good. I want to be that good at telling 
stories about my life and stuff like that with my community and open right. myself personality wise. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing that drew me to Nick. And so I remember like yesterday he tweeted that he was coming to Atlanta and I fucking freaked out. I was in the car in an Uber. I was like, and I Chris and he and Chris have followed each other at the time. Okay. I was like, Chris, you gotta get me with Nick, I bro. That. I said, you gotta get me there, bro. I swear to God, I'll love you forever. And he was like laughing. And I was backstage and Nick was, I mean, I mean, he's right here. Right. Around like his four bodyguards and yeah. shit like that. Tell him this is there. Like, you're on four bodyguards and shit, looking like LeBron. And I blew Chris's phone. I was like, bro, he's back here. He's back here. You gotta get back here. Get back here. But he missed him and then he ended up catching a flight back home. Yeah. So then fast forward, the day we played on stream. Okay. I remember I was uh I was on like this is COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was back in Arizona at my mom's mm-hmm. house and I was on like a, a hundred day streak. Right. So I was streaming every day, having fun or whatever. And I remember I was just playing. Sorry. I, I remember I was just playing and my chat was like, yo, Jay, they got an open spot. Play with Nick and Chris. Play with Nick and Chris. And I was like, guys, relax. Like right. if I if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna play with them, Chris will text me. Yeah. Like 10 minutes later, Chris was like, yo, get on. Nick wants to play with you. Dude, I freaked the fuck out, bro. <laughs> I freaked out. Yes, sir. And my biggest reason for this, again, was I don't care about being the best. Right. I'm not a competitive guy. I literally just wanted Nick to like me. Right. That's all I right, wanted. Right, right. I wanted Nick to like me. So we played for about an hour and a half together. It was me, Swag, and, and Nick. And I think Ava, not this time, the next time, Swag had dev aired, and me and Nick had got like a dual squad win together. Oh, so it was, it was awesome. Right. Um, yeah, I was like, there's a clip of me where I'm like shooting the ground because at the time there was a glitch. Under, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. And then I was like, I was shooting the ground and they were like, look up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 over there and I killed him and we won the game. Right. But we were playing together and Nick liked me solely because I was ass. Right. Dude, that whole time we played, I didn't get over 10 kills. Right. That whole hour, I was just, I just wanted them to like me. I was freaked right. out. It was right. awesome. So I was just buying plates, buying UAVs. Resin them, resin them. That's all I was doing. Right. So being a team player. So then the time we he raided me, that was fucking insane. So at this time, I still couldn't afford like a new PC. I was right. on Swag's old, old first ever PC. Mm-hmm. And we were playing. He got off early for some reason. I was just playing like by myself, I think. And all of a sudden, I looked to my left and I went from like 60 viewers to like 50,000. Jesus. I it was just infam smell. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> my computer literally froze. Wow. I was so scared that my stream was gonna end because my computer was frozen for how many people that were chatting in there. And I think still today I got some people who came from the infam raid that are still watching me today, right. which is a blessing. Love the infam, love everybody that's still there. And when he raided me, I was just like, I just did like when things like that happen, I sometimes don't know what to do. Right. When like train wrecks comes in and gift subs or right. if Tim the Tapman or like when these big streamers come to my stream, like I still want to be myself, but I don't want to like lose focus and right. only be on them, but like still be myself. It's a really weird thing. It is a weird thing. And I'm like, so like, and like, I don't know how to be overly expressive. I'm just like, thank you so much. Thank you. Like, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But like, and I just don't want to keep going back because I don't want to look ungrateful. Right. It's really like an interesting thing that I still learn today right. with it. But when that happened, that was fucking insane. Um, but even there, like, you know, people think when you get rated that big from people that you're just automatically like a huge streamer now and like right. you're an average of thousands. Like, no, nah, it's usually not the case. You still got to go. You still got to grind. You still got to go live. You still got to do your thing. But um, I th- and Nick doesn't usually rate anybody, by no, the way, too. So to be one of the people that he rated, I was like, yeah, he must really like. So yeah. it was awesome. That's a, that is an awesome thing, you know. Somebody that you 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 look up to and that mm-hmm. you admire to do that, because that's kind of like my dynamic with Swag when I mm-hmm. first got into this thing. Like, just him liking me was like enough for me. Yeah, you that's all I, I mean? wanted. And then you know, we him and I ended up being friends, just like how you and Nick are friends. Mm-hmm. You guys have your back and forth on Twitter, and you guys are seeing each other in person mm-hmm. and all of that. That has to be a great feeling. No, it's a blessing. Um, I mean, just being able to create relationships positive relationships throughout the community is 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 an awesome thing i know like i'm my crazy self and i'm with my guys and stuff like that but to just still like be cool with a lot of these people like the other day ago we saw scump and scump was like you're one of the most genuine dudes ever i love you i was like and i was just like scump me (laughs) like me (laughs) like it's 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 really cool so it's a blessing yeah it is i have a quick story about nick because i know he'll probably see this Mm -hmm. so 
I never got a chance to tell him this. And I've been around when he was around. We just never got a chance to meet. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember, and this was in 2018. You probably don't even remember this. Um, or maybe it was 2000. Whatever the Anaheim was. 19. Yeah, yeah 19. Whatever 18, the Anaheim, 19. that last one. Mm-hmm. Right. And, how, and this is how I knew about Nick. Um, I don't want to mention the person that he was with because I know him and him don't get along anymore. But mm-hmm. they were together. And um, they were outside. And I walked up, and Nick was making people do push-ups. <laughs> like, this dude was making people do push-ups, bro. It's Nick. That, yeah, he was literally Nick. making people do yes. Like, when I tell you he was making people do push-ups, yes. we're talking about outside outside of the Anaheim, making people do push-ups, and then he made them race. Like, that's just – he. As I always remember that story because at that point in time, I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. I knew he was big because I knew who Nate shot – I said his name. Oh, I knew who Nate shot was. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know that Nick was Nick because I wasn't like super into streaming mm-hmm. into streamers. But that's my 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 story about Nick. That's and I and from that point on, I followed him and I'm like, this dude is a genuine dude. And I love that dude. Yeah. So for him to to go full circle and bless somebody that I look up to and that I admire mm-hmm. is is amazing. Yeah, he's a he's a great guy. I mean, he's still doing great things. Um, even uh, Papa Merks, that motherfucker's crazy. But I have a like. I have a great relationship with him as well. So it's awesome to just, you know, be friends and, you know, acquaintances and just have that good relationship with uh, Nick and his family. Just not not from a gamer standpoint or, like, to benefit myself. Right. Just to just be, like, two grown men that, like, have respect for each other right. and, like, genuinely friends. Like, like I don't want to talk about the games and the money. I'm like, how are you doing? How's life? How's family? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like shit like that. that like, your mental. Yeah, like, you guys are genuine friends. Yeah. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. To be friends with somebody that you looked up to is amazing. Yeah, it's a blessing. It's a, so now that you know, at this point in time, you're not really doing as much Call of Duty. GTA RP. <laughs> Talk about some GTA RP. Like, like I said, God has blessed my brain with a lot of creativity at the time. Right. When it's there. I want it fully, but at the time. Right. I always said when I get a PC. Mm-hmm. That actually works. I'm getting on GTRP. Right. I I'm getting on it, and um, I had my oops, excuse me, excuse me. Um, I had my. I mean, COVID. I want another COVID. I'm not gonna. Right, bro. I say that all the time. Oh my god, the the money and the fucking inflation of shit was insane. Right. Right. Um, my birthday stream. Um, I got really drunk. I haven't done a drink in a while. They want it back. Right. Um, I got up to 5,000 subs, probably the most subs I still ever had in my Twitch history. So I bought a PC like then and there. Nice. So when I got the PC, um, about a month later, I got, I was playing COD. Every time I play COD with the boys, I get off, they'll get, they'll all get off and I'll go play GTRP. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not, first of all, I'm not trying to diss anybody, but I, for myself, I'm a fucking grinder. Yeah. Okay. I'm a grinder and I know that. Right. Like I'm getting on at 4 p.m. and I'm getting off at 5 a.m. Right. And I'm back on it. The only thing that I wish I did more was my YouTube. Right. And so I was, so I would play with the boys. We would get our sessions in and then they will all go to bed, get off, and then I'll get on RP. Right. And then just seeing the creativity and all that stuff, it it became, it came a, a lane for me. Mm-hmm. And because um, I know I wasn't the guy or whatever, but like I it kept to show more of my entertainment personality mm-hmm. that, you know, I try to show my group when I'm playing Call of Duty in there, too. And I want to also show that, like, I am not just like Jay Smooth, the Call of Duty player. I'm Jay Smooth, the gamer. Right. I play everything. Yeah. I'll try Elden Ring. I'll play Hogwarts. I'll play GTRP. I'll play 2K. I'll play Assassin's Creed. I'll play fucking throwback games. Like, I'm a gamer. Like, I love video games as a whole. So being on GTRP, that was a different thing. I still do it today. I'm not as intense as I was with it. Um, I'm a little more chill back because I was in the first ever version of Grizzly World. Yeah. Um, by the way, if anybody who's still in Grizzly World see it, if Arno is still a thing, I ain't going to cap. I'm one of the godfathers of it. There you go. So I'm one of the godfathers of one of the games that I think is still in uh, Grizzly World after three years later. When, um, and that was just, I don't know, it was just fun. It was a... It was a little, it was a really, it was really toxic. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but it was just a new thing, and I just, I don't know. It was just really, really fun. My community loved it, um, and then at that time, there was so much content. So I was doing RP, and I was doing Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I was watching I Hell's that. Kitchen, yeah. and that was, that's just how I ended my streams. It was, a, it was a great time. You know what? I said this when you first started doing it, and I still believe it to this day. The type of personality you have 
is perfect for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't necessarily, like, with Call of Duty, it's more about getting gameplays, dropping 30 kills or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you play a game like RP or you're playing Elden Ring, you're playing Hogwarts, you really get to show who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And for you, the type of big personality is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you have your the one character that you were doing, the, the cop, bro. I think that that was some <laughs> of the... I'm not even kidding you, bro. That was some of the best Twitch streams that I ever watched. And I, at that point in time, bro, I'm watching a lot of Twitch. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not watching it as much anymore just because my lane is different. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you were doing your, your cop, yeah. bro... Thank oh my you. God! Thank you. Yeah, Mr. Harold Johnson. Yeah, Mr. Harold. Harold Johnson. Johnson. I I remember because the thug thing. So like you know you go two ways. You either be a gangster thug or or like a cop or a police right. officer. Right. And it was getting a little played out for me. Um, there's a little bit of a. It's like a little popularity contest when you're like a thug and uh, everybody wants to be around the big streamer and stuff like that. But like I was like I was sitting there and my whole chat's like, oh, you're gonna be an op now. But I'm like, guys, you gotta think about this. I'm gonna get more RP scenes. Yeah. Because I was watching other people. I was like, I'm going to get more RP being a cop. I'm going to pull you over. I'm going to arrest you. I'm going to get in a gunfight. I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to cuff you. All this stuff like that. And it's it's different from me. And then also, I can, like, talk shit to you. And you want to back out like a gun and be all weird about it. If I don't have a gun as a thug, I got right. a gun as a cop. Right. So being uh being Harold Johnson was just, that was a really fun thing. Um, right. I don't know how I came up with Harold. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you, how did you even... Think to even ask come my, up with that character. The community, the smooth game community. I asked him, I was like, what should we name him? And I was gonna be like, uh, Mike Jones, Mike Larry, whatever. I was like, nah. And then we we're like, I was like, let's get like a really like weird. I was like, I was like, I was like, Harold. Just came up with Harold. And I was like, Harold. And they're like, Johnson. I was like, all right, bet, let's do it. Harold Johnson, that's it. And I was Harold Johnson. And then um, I did, I was really, really, yeah, I was on there every day as a cop. Yeah. Every, I didn't even forget, I forgot about like my civ character to call it, the right. civilian. I was on the cop all the time. A lot of them do miss it. They want me to bring it back. Yeah. Um, how RP's going right now, I could later, but I don't know. I just had a lot of fun doing it. It was just, it was a new lane of RP. So, mm-hmm. like, it was just fun. Like, if you wanted to be an asshole, I could be an asshole back. But if you want to talk things out, I could be, like, a little crooked. It right. was just, it was really cool. So, let me ask you this. And I, and I know a lot of your community wanted to know this because I've seen it, you know, going back and preparing for our interview. Why did you never post your RP stuff? I actually tried it one time on my main channel, uh-huh. and it just didn't do good okay. at all. Um, a lot of people asked me that, and it just didn't do good. Um, at this time, I wasn't thinking about having a second channel, okay. uh, which I now do have, right. where I post more of my gameplay content from uh, what we have or from my streams. Yeah, yeah. And then, so but my main channel, especially at that time, I was still trying to figure out what I really wanted to do and what's the niche for it now, right. which we now have, which is my food content. Right. Um, so that was just really it. Um, just archive now and wherever. I hope you can archive Twitch streams. That'd be cool to go like, go website and look at them. But uh, yeah, it was just, it just didn't work. I tried it one time. It didn't work on the channel. It did it did really bad as a video though. Right. Um, so it, it was just kind of like you got to see it. You know, be there. You know, there's some stuff from TikToks or some clips. Um, I tell my mom to clip things all the time, maybe highlight stuff. Um, so there's some little clips you can see now, but yeah, that is kind of what it was. It just didn't work on YouTube. Hey, uh, I, I understand this. You got to go with what works. Yeah, you have legit. to. You have to. So now you're you're doing your your food content, which, in my opinion, I think I love that more than. Besides the RP, mm-hmm. I think I love that more than anything you ever done. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because, like I said, your personality. Mm-hmm. It allows you to show your personality in different ways. Like I was j- literally just watching the uh, snacks video two days ago, uh, awesome. yesterday. Thank you. I was watching that video yesterday, and I said, "Oh, this, 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 this is your lane." Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'll be even more honest with you: seeing you shy away from, not shy away from, but back away from COD and try other things, mm-hmm. inadvertently has a uh, has an effect on what I do now. Mm-hmm. Like. You've inspired me to go in a different lane. You mm-hmm. seeing what you do and seeing also what Dante do, mm-hmm. that inspired me to do this. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. Because I thought that I had to be locked in the cod. Yeah. And I know at one point in time you probably felt that way as well. Yeah. But you know, you can you can see that you can do other things. Mm-hmm. So I remember moving here and I remember the first thing Chris told me to do when I came in his room. He was like, he was like, yo, while we're out here, this is when we first moved out, he's like, one of you guys needs to get into the IRL lane. And it'll probably be you. 
but one of you guys needs to get into the IRL lane. And so I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Like first, if I wanted to do um, RP or not RP, IRL stuff, food stuff, whatever. And then I just did the food video and it fucking did 120K. Right. It blew up. It was my first ever 100K video. So I was like, okay, that was it. Um, but even with that, um, I don't know if there's more questions, but even with that, I'm not going to lie. I did have discrepancies about it. Why is that? Um, because I was like, am I being corny? Okay. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fully always care about what other people think, but sometimes I it, it creeps in your mind all the right, time. It doesn't right, matter right. who you are. Right. And so, you know, and it's awesome. These athletes, these rappers, all this stuff like that are texting swag every day. I'm like, you know, Anthony Davis ain't going to watch me eat no food. Like, right. he watched. So, like, I'm thinking, like, too in too deep. Mm -hmm. And then I get reminded, and I go on TikTok, and I see Keith Lee. <laughs> you know, regular schmegular dude sitting in his, uh, his, his daughter or son's chair or whatever, just rating food, you know, and I'm just like, you know, and that even recently, I sometimes like just, I just overthink it sometimes with it. And I'm like, dude, it works. It's awesome. It's cool. Like I did, I was bouncing around between like doing COD and IRL, but like, I, cause I wanted to show the, 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 my personality through IRL mm -hmm. while still having the gameplay of COD. Right. But when COD started dipping down for me and IRL going up, I was like, you got to do this. Yeah. So, and even with just food, there is still more IRL content I want to do. Because mm -hmm. my biggest thing is I want to brand Jay Smooth as Jay Smooth. I like that. I don't want to be Jay Smooth, the COD player. Right. I want to be Jay Smooth, the entity. Right. So if I play a game, uh, I did a guess that pro basketball player video. Yeah, I saw that. If I do a, a, a sports video, a food video, a shopping video, Whatever it is, my community is going to love whatever I do. I love you. And that's the biggest thing. It's the hardest thing to do, but that's the biggest thing I want to do. So, and like, you're inspiring me. I would, shit, I, was, I should have been to this podcast. Everybody asks me all the time why I haven't done the podcast. And, you know, there's so many different things that, you know, I have to f put in the back first because I have to build this first. Right. And once I build this first, I swear to you, everything that I wanted to do, I'm going to do. So once the main J-Smooth channel is at 800K, a million, it's doing well, it's prospering, whatever we do, I promise you I'm going to dabble into everything that I've been trying to do. There's there's so many things that I have to push back that I have to wait on. Right. And I've had talks with this all the time. So I can so I have to handle this first, and then later on I can end up doing that. I could definitely see you being a podcast host. Oh, absolutely. I can definitely see that. I talk. Know? I can talk all day, yeah, man. I can, <laughs> I can definitely see it. The same, the same way people say that they – like this is my lane. This is your mm -hmm. lane too, like for sure. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a there's a, there's a lot of things I want to do, man. I want to act. I want to podcast. I want to still do the gaming. I want a gaming channel where I right. just game for fun on it and do runs of it. I want to do so much content ideas, but you know, there's a there's a perfect time for it all, and I just gotta keep putting in my work here right now today. Okay. Outside of Nick Merckx, who was the person that you met through content, through gaming, kind of had you fan out. It could be an athlete, it could be an actor, it could be anybody. I mean, and that like recognized me or knew of me? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just mean, give me one off the top of your head. I mean, AD. <laughs> yeah, so that's the one that I was AD. thinking you were going to say. AD. How is that being like, you guys are actually homies? Uh, I mean, so the first one was Ben Simmons. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, right? And I know a lot of people say, "Uh, oh, Ben, Ben is a great like dude." Right. He is like me and him are like really, really good friends. Like he is a right. great guy. Like we have a great relationship. I remember he DM me on Instagram. Was like, "Yo, like when you come to LA, let's link." And I'm like, "Nigga, I'm broke. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like I can't pay for the shit that you." This is how I'm thinking. I'm like, "Right, I'm gonna get the Uber." I'm like, "I know my dinner plate gonna be about two hundred fifty dollars." Right, like, I, right. I'm not thinking like you know they're gonna pay for everything. Right. I'm just like, oh, I, I don't got the statue hanging on them. Right. So he was one of the first, and then you know Tim the Tapman and some of these other content creators, right. and then some rappers you know hit me up and DM. But a lot of things happened through swag, right. which. But when AD came by, I remember AD like it was yesterday too. Swag had won one of his tournaments, uh -huh. 100K tournaments, and AD dropped 100 gifted. And his name was Ant Davis 3. And I'm in the Discord because, you know, when he wins, we all get lit in the Discord right, and stuff. Right, right. And I'm like, Chris, Chris, look at the chat, look at the chat. I was like, is that? He's like, no. I was like, is that who I think it is? Right. 
And he was like, and then right then, <laughs> AD DMs him and says, yeah, it's me. <laughs> 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 Fucking eight. That's a typical AD shit. Right. So, and to now just, you know, uh, when we linked up last year and to get him a new squad and to be friends with him, it's so dope. Um, he's a great dude, father, husband. He's smart as hell. Right. He is smart as hell. Like, we go to him for advice and all that stuff. That's dope. So, but yeah, he's probably one of the biggest um, that, like, I got to meet face-to-face and said well, too. I ran into, like, a lot of them. Like, I ran into Little Baby, but, like, it was, like, a really tight, like, op- like thing. Right. So, it wasn't, like, yo, Little Baby. It was literally just, like, oh, shit, like, it's a Little Baby, and I got to kind of go because right. it was, like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, AD at the top of my head is probably him and Ben were probably, like, two. Okay. Big guys. I mean, I love basketball. You know what I'm saying? So right. to be like around those people was really dope. Um, even Seth Curry was another one. I remember Seth Curry. That's my. That's yeah. my guy. Yeah, I know. That's you are. You guys are really really cool yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my yeah. guy. Like for yeah. real. Yeah. Seth is my guy. So like, um, I've been trying to Seth, get him on the podcast. We we talked about it. So you're gonna get him. Yeah. He's yeah. a season. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. the season, After the we'll season. probably figure it out. It's always yeah. the best. Yeah. Those guys and this is some football players. Shout out to Sauce Gardner. That dude. Like and that I'm like I said I'm really really we're all really really blessed and fortunate yeah. not only to meet these type of people and like not be like yo it's AD the basketball like it's not it's just AD right that's my that's homie that's crazy. the guy that's the craziest that's thing crazy. but on top of it these guys are the most genuinely like genuine nicest people like I'm I'm so lucky I have not ran into an asshole athlete like I I don't know how I'm really lucky like they're extremely nice bro like they're so cool so it's 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 dope. And it's it's funny because like your personality is cool and laid back. Their mm-hmm. personality is cool and laid back. Game recognized game. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? <laughs> facts. <laughs> I was kind of corny, but you know, nah, it is nah. What it was. People don't believe it. I'll be late. Yeah. I just be chilling. Yeah, be chilling. It, it was what it was. I like that. Hey, bro. But you know, I know you got to go. You got things that you got to do, and I don't want to take up too much more of your time. There are a, few, a couple. Yeah, there are a couple <laughs> things that I do want to ask you. No, before absolutely. You get here, go ahead. Um, you know, I, I, I ask this of everybody. That are that comes from the Call of Duty team, just because that's where I came from. Mm-hmm. Top five cars. Five. Your top five cars that you've ever played, and if you could put them in order, I would appreciate. But if you can't, just give me the top five. All right, I'm gonna go five to one. Okay. Maybe a little harder. The fifth one, actually, let's go one first because okay. it's a little bit tougher. Okay. Bo two. Okay. By far, that's my favorite game of all time. Okay. That shit, I fucking love Bo two, and I love it because I can I can play the support part. Okay. Like I said, I'm just a team player, man. I just like helping out the team. Right. So while Swaggy and Nukes, I'm dropping B sets and EMPs there and you fucking go. and counter EVs. There you go. So BO2, MW3. Uh huh. That's another. And all these I really play with my homies, which is Swag and a lot of my good friends a lot. So BO2, MW3. MW2, I'll give it to Love. Yes, sir. Then um, BO1. Ooh. And then the last one, people are going to be pissed about this one, I think. BO4. No, BO3. BO3, I'm sorry. BO3. Okay. That's I don't, a great list. What I don't, are you talking I, about? I, people, people just don't – BO3 is incredible. Right. <laughs> right. They had the best C, – one of the best CDLs. So it was incredible. Yeah, that's, a, um, that, that's an amazing list. Yeah. I thought that, I didn't think you were going to give MW2 any any. No, nah, I'll give credit. it to his credit. I'll still give it his credit because okay. we're not here today without it. Okay. I'm Talk to me nice because your, yeah. your boy was like – didn't even yeah. name it. And I'm like yeah. – and I knew he was going to do that. I knew he was going to piss me off by not saying MW2 because I knew he was going to do that. I was, he never played it, though. Yeah, I, know, I got to I play know. it. I was terrible right. at a .5 KD. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but, like, it was still, I know looking at the videos and stuff like that, it was incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember he went back to try to play, and then he still said it was ass. But, you know, you had it was one of them had-to-be-there things. And it also was one of the best map sets ever. Oh, 100%. The maps are incredible. They're, they'll never be another cod or maybe like a cod community like it was back mm-hmm. from mw2 all the way up to like the beginning of modern warfare 2019 mm-hmm. i don't think we'll see that anymore Warzone, but i gotta get this nah, shit together. listen they gotta get they gotta they get, get this together. shit together they gotta get it together but you know it was mw2 was it was great man that from the campaign to the multiplayer to everything the spec ops like i'll give us credit of course i would last question before we go because you do food content mm. Your go your go to food, if you had to only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would that be? You know what they ask me this all the time, and so, you know this is maybe, there's like there's one weird one I guess, and there's one like 
basic one. I want both of them there. So the weird one, I think I really, really, really love chicken thighs. I think chicken thighs are incredible. Okay. okay. So I like chicken thighs, rice. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. But if anything else, tacos. I think tacos are just incredible. I can't. You I can can't, always eat a taco. I can always eat a taco, oh, man. I, I can't get over a taco. I love the tacos, man. They're fire. I love that. All right, my brother, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you again for hey. coming on. I game recognized it. game? Game recognizing game, 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 man. This, game. this is a beautiful thing, man. If you haven't got your ass on this podcast and T hitting you up, get your ass on the hey, podcast. let them know because there's a saying? few people that I have asked that I already said yes. Yeah. But maybe a little maybe yeah. a little push yeah. from you will get them here a little quicker. And make sure y'all subscribe I and like that. the video, all right, I man? I appreciate that. I love what you're doing, T. I, I love this, bro, you, for real. I we'll love this. You, brother. Thank you so much. All right, guys, that has been the J Smooth episode of the Game Recognized Game podcast, man. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Turn on those post notifications because you'll be up to date with every video that we drop. We appreciate you for watching, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Yes, Deuce. sir. Appreciate you, my man. Get this hair.